Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Well, we're going to talk about the power of living for a cause. Uh, you know, everybody's got their own thing. I, I get it. If I don't have a cause, I'm pretty aimless. I'm meant to live on purpose. I, I have been, I knew that years ago, and sometimes I had the wrong purpose. <laughs> you know, nobody ever had one of those, you know, but I've gotten adjusted, but I have to have a reason to do things. I, I normally don't do things without a reason. I think that's why vacations are so hard for me, because I got to find a reason. And it's relaxation, and, I, and I, I don't know what to do with that, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm so focused on what I, what I really want to get done. Um, I think that Vision or cause is something you see over time. Matthew 13, 16. This is, I always say this is one of my favorite scriptures, but I quote it a lot. Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. We'll go to verse 17 also. For assuredly I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men did desire to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. There are people that have desired to see into the kingdom of God. They have desired to see God's fulfillment. And, and I think eyesight, spiritual eyesight, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but without it, I, I wouldn't have much of a life. Um, you know, this is gonna be, sound strong, but you know, the Bible says in the end, you, you're pretty much supposed to hate this life. Isn't that interesting, your carnal life? Now, that's a strong word. That carnality is your enemy of your purpose. And most people like the comforts of the carnal life. And, and, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have comforts and, and enjoy those things, but they can't be your purpose. Like you can't, you almost can't work so you don't have to do anything anymore because it's unhealthy for your head to do, to do nothing. You know, you, you have to have a purpose in life. Um, Jesus, you know, I'm going to give you the parable of the sower. You know, he said, hear the parable of the sower. Parable was uh, simple stories. You know, I think that God hides truth in simplicity so anybody can apply it. I think it's wonderful. I, I'm a very plain thinker, straight line thinker. You know what I say. You're pregnant or you're not. The check's good or not. Or you're almost dead. Or you know, you're either dead or you're not. There's not a lot of gray in my world. I like the absolutes, even though I'm not strong enough to keep them sometime, because it helps me strive for the high place. When you, when you acknowledge there's absolutes, that's why if you do with the absolute, do away with the absolutes, everything gets gray. You know, I've known a lot of absolute truths that I didn't have the character to keep. Anybody identify with that? When God deals with you and he shows you that, you know, you're not, you're not doing what, fully what he said, and, and he brings it to the light that, you're, you're short. You, you know, if you, if you love God and trust Him, you know you're okay knowing that. 
If you can know what's wrong with you and it not take you out, believe it or not, that is very, very good. It's all right to know what you're not. It's just not right to try to be what you're not. It's called hypocritical. When you go on your, beyond your character level, you, you, you get messed up, if that makes sense to you. It does to me. I, I stay as close to the truth as I can so I don't make a lot of mistakes. I, I don't like making mistakes, and I don't like to do classes over. I really don't like to do things over. How many of you know when you fix something, you want it fixed right the first time? We've all said that, especially if you paid somebody, right? When you fix it, you want it right. Well, I, I think living is a lot like that. You, you want to do it right. And even if you don't do it perfect, it's still okay if you gave your best. Because God looks at the heart. I always say we judge other people by their actions, and we judge ourselves by our intentions. And we've all heard that before. You know, you, you can't. We look at people and think we know what everybody ought to be doing, but we're not in their shoes. We don't know how they were raised. We don't know how they were brought up. So really, you can't say much at all. Best thing to do is just is lay low and, and help them along if you can. Anyway, uh, let's, let's look at Matthew eleven twenty five before we Before we go any further, I want to ask ourselves, you know, why couldn't they hear? I always want to know why I can't hear. I don't ever want to be deaf again. I spent a lot of years deaf in my 20s to 30. And I don't know about you, but I'm, when you remember all the things that people said to you a decade later, and you realize they were right, and you could have saved yourself some trouble, I, I think that you should never forget that. <laughs> That's what you, you want to not forget something. Don't forget when somebody was telling you something and you thought you were right. So you ignored what they say. I call it confidently wrong. And you can't, you know you can't help somebody who's confidently wrong, right? You have to wait. You have to wait. You might have to wait decades, depending on how strong their mind is. Uh, it's good to be yielded. The kids are having fun, aren't they? Isn't it great? It's nice to hear, actually. 11.25. At that time, Jesus answered and said to him, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise. So your intellect will not get you what you need from God. And, and prudent. And revealed it unto the babes. The babes, babes. It's your childlike attitude that causes you to learn. Now, in the world, we think it's the intellect that causes you to learn. But intellect really is good, and you, and you know that. But all the intellect really can do is read what man has studied. But, but God, you can talk to God who knows. Now, I do think you should educate yourself. You guys know that. But the faith of a child is where all the revelation and power is. And it's, it's in his name. We call him father. Why would you call him father if you weren't his son or daughter? Matthew 13, 10 and 11. And the disciples came unto him and said, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said, this is, this is great, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but unto them it has not been given. Now, this is how I perceived, I know scriptures have a lot of facets to them. How many of you notice you can use scriptures a lot of ways and you have to pay attention? But I think the answer was in his disciples came. The disciples can see. And I think that you have to become a disciple to have vision. 
And most people uh, d struggle with becoming a disciple because it means that they, they, they fear that they're not going to run their life again. And, and I will tell you this. For, uh, I'm, Lord, help me articulate this the best I can. Nobody makes you do a thing. Do you know what's supposed to help you make your own decisions? Your personal integrity. That when you hear a truth, you know you've got to incorporate it in your life at one time or another. Your personal integrity, the, man said, the Bible says a man's integrity shall guide him. Your personal integrity, when you hear a truth, you have to acknowledge either I do that or I don't do that or I got to learn how to do that and I'm afraid to do that. I'm, I can't do that. I can't tithe. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to love my husband because the last one treated me bad. Do you realize what, what revelation brings to your life? What, now, this is what I've learned pastoring people these 20 years because they are afraid to do it. They think you know and they get mad at you and you don't even know what they're mad at you about. <laughs> You're thinking, I ain't thinking that. Quit that. It's because they're facing their fear. They think you were aiming at their life and going like this, and you weren't used preaching the gospel, and it happened to land there. You're not singling out nobody. I don't like to be singled out. I don't like that at all. Why would I do that to you? It makes me mad. You better watch out, you know, one of those. I mean, who likes this, his finger? This makes you want to go like this, doesn't it? When somebody starts this, what do you want to do? When somebody goes up in your face and does this, what do you want to do? The opposite. Every time. <laughs> Amen. You don't need that. You have to decide when you hear truth that you're going to incorporate it. And an inexperienced Christian will think you should be doing it right away. But I promise you, sometimes incorporating truth, some of it can be done the same day, but some of it's like going, losing weight. It takes a while. See, the, the, the gospel, has, the Word of God has so much power. I've used this in many illustrations over the years. When you go pray, honestly, you get power like you ain't never seen. The power to do what the Word says comes from you taking it to God. And the best illustration in the whole Bible to me, and I realize it's full of them, is the one where Jesus said, I don't want to go to the cross, Period. If there's another way out, let this go by. I don't want him to torture me. I don't want him to drive a nails in my hand. I don't want to be beat with a whip that pulls the skin off my back. And I don't want to be separated from you. Now, when he prayed, he came out of prayer with so much power to go to the cross that he never spoke a word. They said, aren't you going to talk? He says, if I did, you, I'm going to paraphrase it. You couldn't get this done if I did. My father would send everybody to help me, so I got to zip it. And he had so much power. When they said, we're, when we're, they said, who do you seek? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. When he said, I am he, they all went to the ground. After he committed to do the will of God, there was so much grace and power in his life, he had to wait for them to get up off the ground so they could arrest him. And they thought they took his life. Isn't it funny how men can think one thing and it is 100% the opposite? He says, I lay it down, you don't take it from me. I have the power to take it up and I have the power to lay it down. I'm giving it. 
So I said all that to tell you something, that when God asks you to do something in your marriage, in your money, in your health, in your finances, in your commitment to God, whatever it is, in the name of Jesus, if you will go to that prayer, you will come out with such grace and power, you'll be able to do the will of God. Now, I didn't write that. I read that, and I live by principles, so I know that's true. Because as He is, so are we in this world. If Jesus did it, I can do it because of Him, not because of me. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus. <music>